Welcome to Ian Hates Conversations. My name is Ian, and it's another really cool episode as I welcome Landon Tours of the band The Plot and You to the show. It's a little bit different, though, because I got to sit down with Landon face-to-face while he was touring with his solo material. This is raw and unedited, just Landon and myself talking music. So let's get right to it. Enjoy. And welcome back, everyone, to Ian Hates Conversations. And this is a new one. I am here in the very spacious Ian Hates Studios <laughs> with Landon Tours. Landon, man, how are you doing tonight? Good. It's been a, a long couple of weeks. Well, it's been a long, like, two years. But, yeah, yeah I'm, I finally get a break after this. So I'm just pushing through these last few days. But yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you have, like, what is it, two more dates after tonight? Yeah, I think two. Okay. Yep. And then you're off for about... It's what like a, a month? A month and a half. Not even. It's like a month and a couple weeks. But that's like the longest I've had in like over, well over a year. So right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be. You... I'll be very happy. <laughs> it's, it's insane. I think you might have said on Twitter you did over a hundred and seventy dates last was, year. Well, not even counting off days. With off days, like being gone, it was like <laughs> well over two hundred days. Wow. Because we did like we did a couple support tours and stuff like that, and then I did a, a headlining solo tour in the middle of all. For some stupid reason, I thought that'd be a good idea. Right. And then, yeah. So it was, I mean, it was cool that we, you know, got that kind of exposure, but it was, it was, it broke all of our brains pretty badly. So. Right. I would imagine so. And I guess that was one of the questions I had was, why do this solo tour right now? That's a good question. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I have no idea. Jesse had been asking me for a long time and I was like, well, I do have that chunk of time open. Mm -hmm. And I asked my wife and she was like, well, I mean, it's up to you. And I was like, I don't really want to, but it does seem like a good time to, you know, push this since I haven't had time to, you know, do anything solo in a while. So, and it hit a lot of markets I haven't gotten to hit yet. So I was like, you know what, whatever, we'll just do it. (laughs) Yeah. I guess going to the markets as yourself Mm -hmm. and then when you come back as plot, that would hopefully get that whole well i guess the question too would be do you see a big difference between the people that come out to see you compared to going to see plot yeah it's weird it's wow. it seems to be a lot of like a lot more people my age which okay. is kind of cool yeah um whereas plot has a lot of like diversity in the fan like a lot mm-hmm. of younger fans too yes. um even like you know below 18 and stuff so yeah it seems like all the solo people are maybe it's because i talk about sex and drugs a lot <laughs> it's kind of only relates to adults but yeah <laughs> which is probably a good thing <laughs> yeah that is probably yeah. that is true yeah. now do you think you do you think you hit the younger audience quote-unquote younger mm-hmm. audience with disposed compared to happiness do you think there was a little bit of a crossover there maybe because yeah i guess the the lyrical um subject matter is a little bit more digestible for a younger audience you know anybody can relate to heartache or like a relationship type issue yeah um but when it comes to like happiness it's more of like about drug addiction and like losing people to drugs and you know just a lot i guess more mature subject matter that maybe only you know seasoned adults could maybe (laughs) relate to right you know but yeah i think so 
Yeah, that makes that makes complete sense. So, how has the tour gone so far? Since you're almost done with it, this solo one, yeah, yeah. it's been good. There was one day, um, I think it was Oklahoma City. It was like it was pretty bad. It was like, I think it was like 15 people by oh, the time. Oh no! But it was like on a Tuesday in the middle okay. of nowhere, and Oklahoma City is just kind of a shithole in general. So. True. That's very. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. But Anyone listening in Oklahoma knows. You, that, yeah, so. even if you live there, you know. Right. Like, come on, let's be real. I live in Detroit. It's not that much better. There you go. So. Yes. <laughs> Was there any specific spot on the tour that you were looking forward to going to? Detroit was definitely on the top of the list, and mm-hmm. that show was awesome. And then a surprising uh, turnout was um, Alabama. Oh, wow. In Birmingham, out of nowhere, that show was insane. It was, like, one of the best. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, all these markets, for the most part, aside from, like, Ohio and Detroit, were pretty much a gamble because we don't – I haven't really hit many of these spots. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see, like, how it did in general. It didn't, you know – Aside from that one show, everything's been really solid. Now, do you think, is it Ghost Atlas that kind of has that pool, or is it yourself that has it? I think it's been, like, there's certain nights that they do definitely have, like, it's their crowd. Like, I think last night was more of their crowd, and then other nights where it's, you know, I do better. Okay. Yeah, so it's been pretty well-balanced, like 50-50. We just take turns, you know, headlining every night just based on, like, who thinks they might do better. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, I was wondering how you guys might be doing that, but okay, that makes sense. And now... When you played in Detroit, was that the one where Desires played with you guys? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, for people that have listened to the show for a long time, mm. Steve has been on a couple times. Yeah. And that's how... He plays every solo show I ever... I think play. so. Yeah. <laughs> ever play in, so. in or around Detroit. But no, I love it. It's great. And I think it's the only shows that he ever promotes oh, as really? well. Yeah. I never see him yeah. talk about anything else. But when he's like, oh yeah, Landon's coming. Yeah, now I'm super excited. Yeah, I didn't get to hang out with him much, but yeah, his band did great. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, all, they always tend to. Now, you had a hand in actually producing their newest album, right? When uh, not the new one. Together. Actually, their first EP I did. Okay. Um, okay. The new one, I think my friend Blake did it, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was going through some old stuff today, mm-hmm. and I also remember when he was in a band called Unalaska. Yeah. And you did a guest vocal <laughs> yeah. spot for that. I think you might have produced that one as well. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. That right. was man, that's like three, four maybe even four years old now. Yeah. Which is crazy. I realized that that was one of my favorite post hardcore EPs. Oh really? Straight through. Oh yeah. That's it's cool. fucking great. Yeah. yeah. So studio wise, mm-hmm. you have your own studio, right? Not anymore. I did oh, shit. up until the like the last year just last year um, oh because okay. i, I kind of knew like with this record coming out i was going to be gone the majority of the year so me and right. my wife decided we're trying to find a house so we're like well during this year since i'm going to be gone let's just get an apartment downtown ah. so i have like a little studio set up in my apartment mm-hmm. but it's only like good enough for like me to record myself i wouldn't really right. want to have anybody in there but but yeah i've pretty much taken the year off to kind of just tour and like get all that out of the way but hopefully coming up this year i'll We'll be buying a house, and I'll be able to get back into that because I do miss that very much. Yeah, so that'll be in the plan is to really yeah. make a studio in yeah. whatever house like you are. Like the house, yeah. I want it to be a house that I'll be able to stay in for like five to ten years, and you know, like really get down, like start working again. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I think, or maybe it's more well known in the scene now. Mm-hmm. But how much actual work you do outside of plot, mm-hmm. you know, not only with your solo material, mm-hmm. but then actually helping other bands, ghostwriting yeah. for some bands mm-hmm. as well. How do you even get started with that? Do people reach out to you? Yeah. Um, well, it, it's different in every scenario, but a lot of the times, yeah, it's, you know, word of mouth. You know, people hear that I help, helped co-write on certain things, and they'll ask me to help out on whatever they're doing. Um, like, most recently, I did um, just a couple co-writes with um, uh, Crown the Empire. It was sure. just, like, like a couple songs helping out with vocals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but... 
Yeah, I love doing that kind of stuff. That's kind of like the end game plan, you know, is to oh, okay. just be like a ghostwriter and like be able to help with song structure and, you know, just pre-production, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love well, doing that. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. And also, congrats on getting married. Thank you. I, I think, it. was that last year or the year before? It was, uh, yeah, last year. Okay. Yeah. So, I think we're we've been together in eight months, been married in eight months Okay, now. there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> congrats on that. Thanks. Now, and she's able to stay with you when you're not around. Is Somehow, that the reason? I don't know how yeah. the fuck she deals with it. But, yeah, like I said, I was gone to like over 200 days last year. I don't know how she dealt with it. Wow. And she has a crazy strenuous job too. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. she doesn't even get to take time off to tour with you. At no, some point. not really. Okay. Like she'll come out to certain shows, but yeah. that's like the best it gets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would that ever be something you want to do, or I do you like so. that separation? Oh, okay. No, yeah, definitely. It's just uh, we're we travel like homeless people. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. we're literally we call our our van like a, a mobile homeless shelter because <laughs> it's just trashy and disgusting and sure. you know we're all just dirty people so i don't think it's like the right environment for someone yeah. like her she likes to keep things clean oh there you go okay. and it's yeah like i said like it's just cramped as it is so right. right yeah we don't we don't usually do the bandwagon or the bus yet we're trying to be modest and save as much as we can and you know right but yeah yeah i would imagine with you know the erase me tour which yeah, yeah. is like a you know the flag i have here mm-hmm. so with that one you had to have been like the band that just didn't do that, every other one would have. Oh yeah, had that every stuff, other right? band, or yeah, both the other support bands had bandwagons, and then Under Oath had a bus. Right, and here we are in this little shitty <laughs> van, and dude, that was rough. Like, cause we had just done Europe before that. Right. So yeah, I was, dude, brain dead by the end of that tour. I was, I was probably sleeping like sixteen to eighteen hours a day, right, just to try to pass the time because I, like, I need to get the fuck home. I'm dying inside. Because I don't know what it is, just being away from the home that long mm-hmm. and never having, like, a solid place to fall asleep. You never know where you're going to fall asleep. You never know, you know, when you're going to get to do anything. Right. And, like, it was cold and shitty, so it was not like you could go sightseeing or do anything fun. So you were right. just kind of confined to the cold venue all day. I, I'm, I'm making – this is our these are huge first world well, problems. Uh, well, but, no, 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 of course. But after course. two months of doing, you know, that same thing every single day, it's, like, it just – it's very mind-numbing. You yeah, know? it wears on you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and, I mean, like we said – doing all those tours that you did last year, yeah. you were on tour with some of the biggest bands out there. You went to UK, you mm-hmm. went to Europe, and you did multiple trips to Australia. Mm-hmm. That had to have killed your mind somehow. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, the flying alone was yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I that's... And that's, that's just something, something I yeah. just don't get used to either. You know what I mean? It's like, no matter how many times you fly, it, it never gets easier. No. If anything, it just gets shittier. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was an Air Force brat for a long time, oh, nice. so my yeah. parents would move us around all the time, yeah, yeah. so we were constantly flying. And yeah, I never gets easier and i'm six five right so that's also exactly for tall people it's a totally different experience my legs were like (laughs) my ankles were swollen Oof. Yeah, and I was like sore from it for days. It right. was awful, and I had no drugs. So was... <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I'll at least like pop a couple Xanax or something, right. but I Oof. had nothing, so I just did it dead sober. Ouch! It's not Ouch. fun. No, yeah. that's not fun. Uh, was there at least something good out of you know besides going to all these great places where some people don't get to go? Obviously, like you said, first world pro- for, ah wow, yeah. first world problems. Yeah. When you went to Australia, mm-hmm. did you get to do anything fun while you were there? I know one was like a super quick trip, but I think you were there for a little longer before. Um, well, we went there with Polaris last year, and we were there for like, I think it was 10 days, and yeah. all the shows sold out, so oh, that was that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, as far as sightseeing goes, no, we didn't do any. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because the drives were really long, and they, they would fly to every show because they're rock stars. <laughs> well, they're right. better than everybody else. <laughs> no, <laughs> But no, we, we did it the poor people way. We just sure. drove to every show. And uh, and most of the drives were like really really brutal. Gotcha. So no, we didn't really have time to do any of that. And then the last time, 
I won't even give you like the whole like schedule, but basically it was like 20 hours there. We spent like maybe eight, maybe 18 hours in Australia and then did the whole entire trip all the way back. Wow. It was for one festival show that we almost <laughs> didn't even get to play because all of our shit got fucked up in our rig. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. We were like 15 minutes into our, like when we should have been in our set time and yep. we just still weren't even sound checking drums. Wow. We're like, wow, we might've just flown all the way to Australia to not even play this one show. <laughs> I probably would have killed myself. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah. imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the actual festival when that happened? Did it was they cool. give you the time or you know? Yeah, they they were lenient, you know, they they're like, Well, we're not gonna not let them play. So it went over really well. Especially like not having any idea like what our pole is on our own over yeah. there. Well, I mean it's a festival. Well, but like right. with Polaris, you know, it was their fans and stuff. So For sure. uh, we were just playing to them. But no, we could tell we definitely had our own crowd, which was cool. Yeah. Very receptive. Yeah. And I think I mean, I guess the question to you again, I don't know why I keep on saying, and the question to you again will yeah. be obvious I'm asking questions, yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing is, since you have made such a change with plot, with mm-hmm. Dispose, do you think that now hitting all of these major tours mm-hmm. that you maybe didn't have as much before, mm-hmm. does it have to do with the change in style a little bit? Or is it just, maybe is it Fearless? Like, wh- um, how do I you think get it's these? a little bit yeah. of everything. Okay. Um, I mean, Fearless definitely saved our band. You know, oh, good. Before, like, right before we signed with them, I was pretty much like, I don't really care to do this anymore. And ah. I was fine with it, you know, because I was, I was recording nonstop and, you know, I had a pretty decent home life and everything. So I was like, I don't know. I, I was sick of touring. I'd been touring for almost 10 years at that point and everything. Right. So I was, I was pretty content with being home. And then they kind of threw an offer and out of nowhere, we're like, well, that's pretty much, well, we can't pass that up. So gotcha. we're like, okay, let's at least give it one more shot. We'll put out at least one more record and see how it does. And uh, they were just like, I, I've talked about it so many times. They, they were just perfect. Good. Everything okay. we wanted, they, they did it and more, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they made all of our dreams and like, you know, Everything that we envisioned, they made it a reality, you know, oh. like very quickly and efficiently. And um, they just believed in the band really well and they loved the record. And it just showed, you know, like we this was the most busy year we had last yeah. year, you know, and everything went really smoothly. And yeah, we're just super lucky. Everything just lined up perfectly, you know, for us. I I, I actually think it was a lot to do with just luck, you know, what I mean? okay. like right sure. timing. And uh, yeah, but I mean. Getting the tours that we got last year, I think, really set us up for what we want to do now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so we used to be kind of like in that whole like beat downy type, you know, genre. Sure. I think we just stayed lumped in that even after we had changed, you know, slightly after. Right. But I think this has definitely kind of given us a different perspective, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been good. So you have obviously you bounced around to a bunch of different labels before. Yeah. Were the reasons for leaving, was it control? Was it, did you want to have certain control? Because you seem um, to be a person that likes to do a lot of yeah. pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah, well, our whole band, too. Like, Josh, our guitar player, he basically manages the band for the most part. Like, okay. he handles all the finances and all that kind of stuff that you would usually hire someone to do. And sure. then our drummer does all the video stuff, which, you know, that's pretty unheard of. And then I do all the recording and songwriting. Right. So everything is pretty much self-contained in our band, which is, we like it that way. We like right. to have that control. Um, but... The labels that we were on before, they were they were fine with that, but whenever they would suggest something and we didn't like the idea, it was almost like, well, if you don't like our idea, we're not going to like you oh, know, give you okay. 100% of what we could give you. Right. And that was always very frustrating. It was like, because we're not, we, we would never back down. We're like, if no. we don't like your idea, we're not going to do it. You know what I mean? We had, right. we, we just always had a lot of integrity in that sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
But yeah, Fearless is the first label we've been with that has just trusted us, you know, to just do what we want, and uh, it paid off. You know what I mean? They would yep. give us ideas, and we were respectful, and oh, they actually had like quite a few cool ideas for the first time ever. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, <laughs> we're like sweet. Like our we had a our old label. Um, one of the guys at the label was like, "I think you need to start wearing all white." on stage no, all the time i was like I can't. what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> he's just fucked out of his mind just like trying to give us pointers and ideas and stuff and every always just like the corniest ideas he tried to get us, us to change our name to dead girls don't wear don't wear diamonds what? dead girls don't wear diamonds yeah that's first of all the the name alone vessels, how long yeah. wow yeah we're like no dude not, that's insane that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, that is good to hear about yeah. Fearless then. So one of the reasons why I thought maybe you, you know, have gone to so many different projects and that you do solo work is because you needed that extra outlet, to, yeah. you know, to get that kind of stuff out. Because like yeah. you said, you want to control everything and make sure that everything goes the way you want it to. Right. Is there a reason because you have so many, you have the solo project, you're mm-hmm. writing for other people, you've got plot. One of my favorites, AI 640. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're writing that that is going to be for whatever voice you're looking to put out there. It's a lot of the time it's actually like after it's done. You know okay. what I mean? Because there's been certain plot songs that ended up just being like other band songs that I won't name because I don't oh, want, yeah, I don't want people to know like, you right. know. Um but yeah, that's happened quite a few times. I'll write a song and then it I can't really envision it for anything I want to use it for. Mm-hmm. So I'll just kinda give it away or like, you know, make a deal with somebody and kinda sell it off or whatever. Um and then there's, I mean, so many times that I'll have songs that I'm like, I want to keep this as a solo song, and then I'll show the band, and then they'll be like, No, I think that would work on a on a plot record, and then oh, it, okay. like the that song, the sound mm-hmm. on a, the last record or on Dispose, um, that was originally just going to be a solo song. Same oh. with Disposable Fix. Same with um, there's a there's another song I can't think of, it, but it was going to be a another just huh. solo song of mine. Okay. Um, so yeah, that happens very of- often, and vice versa too. A lot of songs, or a lot of times, I'm like writing songs, trying to write for plot, and then uh-huh. like it's a little bit too like you know either ba- like bluesy or jazzy or sure. something, you know. And I'm like, I-, I think it just worked better for the solo stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it's different every time, but um, that's what that's what keeps it fun though is never knowing what it could be right. for. Yeah. yeah, except for AI six forty. Anytime I am writing for that, I know you it's do know be what you're for, okay. Yeah. All right. That's very intentional. <laughs> that is, yeah, and that yeah. makes sense. I mean, yeah. the craziness that goes into yeah. those two EPs, the different uh, vocal ranges and everything that you're working with. Yeah. I I do have to ask because that was one. I mean, that blew me away the first time that I heard it, and I love part two as well. Thank you. I think that's that might have been one of the first times we started talking because I think oh, yeah. on the show we had talked about your solo album Dynamite because mm-hmm. I fucking love that. Thank you. And then yeah, AI six forty came out. I was like, holy shit. I completely forgot about this one, and yeah. then I went back. So how did that even come about that you were like, I'm going to focus so much onto that? I don't know. Me and um, me and our old merch guy's name's Tanner. He does the artwork for it. Oh, okay. Him and I actually had like a comic book idea like with yep. this kind of concept, mm-hmm. and I was like, what if, what if I wrote like the music and kind of made a story through music that you could write kind of like a comic book to? Oh. We never got around to the comic book side of it, but right. we... He's a busy guy. Like he has so many different projects and stuff. But yeah, he ended up at least doing the artwork for it, and that okay. was like cool enough. So yeah, it's kind of like our our weird thing together. You know oh, what okay. I mean? So but yeah, part, I, I still have a couple ideas I want to do for part three. Okay, and then yeah, that'll be the end of it. But I want oh, I want to okay. send it off like like on a super well, high note. Like I want to get it very well produced by someone like way better than me. Like <laughs> someone that can do. It. 
I want to get. I would love to get like Drew Folk or something to wow. to do that. That'd be sick. That would be damn. Wanna, wow. I, I'll be like, just take all the presets from that last Amir record and just put, <laughs> put the AI six forty shit through it, and there you go. we'll be good. You don't even have to touch it. Yeah, just don't even put it through it. all the right. same shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So, do you have actual timelines in your head then? Of how you want to do that, because if you're writing, I do, but I fuck them up. All oh, the time. okay, yeah, right. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, after this, I, I yeah, after yeah. this, for instance, like I have a lot of things I want to do, but mm-hmm. I'm also newly married, and you know, right. I got a lot of things, other things. I got to look for a house and stuff. Yeah, so I'm exactly. sure it'll get all fucked up, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see when I get to it, but I do. I just have a lot of ideas. I just don't know when I'm ever gonna get the time to do them. Gotcha. Okay. Hopefully, we'll have the summer off, and I'll be able to work then. Finally. But, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Talk about summer during this like intense winter. Yeah. Which isn't. I mean, I will say yeah, for being sad. here, it's not the worst. It's no. Ever yeah. Been. It, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. It definitely yeah. could be. How yeah. is Detroit? How is the area right now? Like, uh, I think it's pretty shitty. Okay. Um, but I mean, any time from probably November till like April, it's gonna be pretty yeah. garbage out there. So, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so. With the solo stuff that you're doing, obviously that's what you're touring on right now. You don't play anything else from Plot. You don't play right. anything from AI640. Obviously, Sometimes. you have. Do you? Uh, last, oh, okay. last tour, we played one song as an encore. That's just an encore. But I was okay. like, this is kind of corny. <laughs> <laughs> we did, I think we did it like two times just because the, the, the shows were that good. And oh, I could okay, tell, like, okay. they, right. I could see some kids with plugs. They and, knew and, actual. <laughs> okay, like, all right. Yeah, they, this kid wants to mosh. So. Okay, gotcha. All right. <laughs> but so, I felt so weird after I was like, I, I can't do that again. That's just too awkward. <laughs> if it was all AI 640, well, right, then that'd right, be right. fine. But playing a cooped up into escape. That, <laughs> is a little, that is a little tougher. That is true. Yeah, it's a little weird. So how do you then make the set list for your solo stuff? I pretty much just pick my favorites, okay. you know, and uh, the ones that the guys like to play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like on this. I usually only do headliners when I do solo stuff, so I, I actually get to pick a, a pretty good amount of songs. Like right. we play like I think ten or eleven songs on this. Oh, cool! Okay. And it's pretty much yeah, just all the ones that we know like sound the coolest live and like uh-huh. you know go over the best. So oh, okay, and just fun, you know, yeah. like yeah. So how many people do you have with you? Because obviously you've got Miles here. Right, yeah. But is there anyone else as well? Uh, Miles is doing like keys, guitar, mm-hmm. and he even plays bass on one song. Oh, Just wow. whatever is like the most prominent instrument, yeah. he'll play like that for okay. that song. Um, and then I've got um, Alex from Era and uh, Ghost Atlas. Yeah, oh, okay. Their drummer. Right. He's toured with Plot like a million times. So right. Like he, he was at one point pretty much our main like fill-in drummer. Like he did every tour yeah, with us for right, like, right. I think it was like two or three years. So, yeah, he's, like, one of my best friends. So, oh, yeah. that's very cool. It's all just, like, the best group of homies, you know. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is good awesome. to hear. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm going to be seeing you later on tonight. Mm-hmm. So, I've had friends that have told me, you know, throughout the country, mm-hmm. you know, how good this has been. Mm-hmm. I do have to ask. I don't think you play it. But do you play I May Be Evil? No. And that's that's his favorite song. Yeah. He gets... I'm, I'm with Miles yeah. on that <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to. I, I played it once before. It's just it moves so slow. Yeah, it is. Which is fine. Song. Like yeah, sure. yeah, but um even live I remember just being like, Oh my god, this is dragging. <laughs> and we already play like two other songs that are also super slow in that sure. same vein. So I was like, I'm just I'm gonna pick like at least what I think will go over the best live. But right. it'll come back for sure. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I do love that song too. I had to check yeah. on that one. Just yeah, had to yeah. check on it. <laughs> it'll so, come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go way back just because, yeah. like I said, we've never been able to talk before. Right. So, the Ma and Pa music video, mm-hmm. and I know I'm sure a lot of people have asked you about this, mm-hmm. but that video was obviously very difficult to watch, very mm-hmm. artistic in the way that you were doing everything. Yeah. 
when the tooth came out. <laughs> was that after the chair hit or was it the punch afterwards when I'd you got back the, up? I'd have to watch the video. Okay. Because um, honestly, dude, like I was out of my mind. It's right. Not, it's not it, – that video is no joke. That is no. like two like really severe like, you know, druggies like making <laughs> – Right, right. It's very real. We're on a lot of different things and – uh yeah, to be honest, I don't remember like hardly anything about making that video. I just I had the idea, and I had Steve did the video. Do yeah. you know that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, you're gonna show up, and I'm probably not even gonna be able to talk very well, but like we're gonna get through this. <laughs> and uh, like I wrote out exactly how I wanted it and everything, yeah. and he was like, all right, I'll make it happen. And uh, and it somehow happened. And like two days later, he sent me the video, and I was like, fuck, should I put should I even put this up? Right. Like, I don't want my parents to see this. This is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> but Luckily, like, it doesn't, I mean, hopefully my mom never hears this, but yeah, it is all very real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it sucked. I was sore for, like, a long time after making that video. Yeah. I had, like, ring, like, like bruises and rings around my neck and shit. It was, that was the real deal. That it was... sucked. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, what I liked is when I went back and I looked at the video, because I'd seen it when it first came out. Yeah. I was like, let me, you know, prep a little bit on this and uh-huh. let me check it out again. And when I saw it, I looked down at the comments. Mm. I don't know if you've ever read those or if you even care. I think I did maybe like last time, maybe like two or three two, years. Yeah. yeah. All of them almost are saying, look, he got his ass handed to him and there's that tooth. Mm. But he kept that cigarette in yeah. his fingers the whole entire time. <laughs> that was a goal. That yeah, was a goal. Was I was really like, good. no matter what happens, I want to make sure I keep this in my hands. <laughs> I don't know why either. People probably thought that there was some kind of significance to it. But I was the like, addiction no. thing. That's yeah. what I mean. And he, yeah, you, maybe subconsciously that was right. it coming through. But yeah, no, I didn't. I was just like, wouldn't it be sick? <laughs> right, right. No, it. People it, often like think that they're way more in depth into things that. I and I'm sure a lot of artists do. They sure. think like, oh, these these tiny things mean something. When often it's like, no, not really. It's just a <laughs> tiny little idea. You're smarter than I am. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that was one of those things. Ah, uh, okay, all right, mm. that makes sense. And, <laughs> sorry, it was just. I remember just watching that and just being like, I'm pretty sure his tooth came out. Yeah, and that that's actually what happened. Yeah, that, so, or that one, yeah. Oh, you didn't yeah. even get it filled? No, not uh, yet. I have one of those yeah. too. That I happened. Sh- yeah. yeah, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> eventually i'll just make one yeah yeah was that something where when you you know when you're with your wife now mm. and you guys have made out one time yeah. did you feel that and you had to tell the whole story <laughs> no but i did like i showed her that video and i was like oh you know, shit. that's where that came from she was like wow well interesting <laughs> yeah at least you're not doing videos like that anymore yeah no not so, anymore yeah yeah there's it pretty clean these days right yeah. now how <laughs> I've been I've been in some music videos before. Mm-hmm. I know how long they can take to make and everything. Yeah. Going from the I wouldn't say more artistic, just more of the like your original videos that you had a budget for and you had to work on. More where, like DIY. Yeah, yeah your yeah. DIY videos compared to what you're doing now for mm-hmm. plot and dispose. Right. What was the difference between like how long you have to actually be there? Is it easier oh. to make those DIY ones? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, well, for the most part, because it's you're working with people that are like you, which are lazy pieces of shit, you know, that like just kind of want to get it done. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, I guess that was always us. We didn't really like, maybe we didn't even care enough, you know, to like really make the video something special. You know, it was like our label would throw us, here's three grand, you know, get some dude with a DSLR that can, you know, right. you can hang out for like three hours and they'll just film you in a barn with some <laughs> string lights, <laughs> you know, right. like, so stupid like what's the point of even doing it at that point you know if there's right. no like integrity or like any you know 
And like I had, I'd written up tons of treatments in the past that I was really stoked about and I'd bring it to the label and they're like, I mean, it's a cool idea, but that's going to cost like $20,000 or something. I'm like, okay, well, and you try to cut corners with certain things, but in the end, it's almost like, why even try? You know, if you know, it's just going to turn out garbage. Like you really have to have the resources if you want to make something great. And I think feel nothing is a perfect representation of that because that was the first video we ever had like a real budget for oh okay and i mean it shows yeah that's it definitely the, show. yeah that song is like is what's kind of like helped us skyrocket you know over the past year and a half um so yeah i mean i think the when it comes down to those kind of things i think it's very important you know that it's executed in a way that that you know the vision is executed and right you know the correct way and that takes money and that takes a lot of effort and stuff. And it always shows, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can always tell when a video is just like, you just thrown together. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. um, and it translates, you know, through views and stuff like that. So it's always worth it. Yeah. In my mind, it's not even worth doing if you're not going to, you know, be able to put 100, 100% into it. So, right. right. But yeah, I mean, back in the day, it was very little effort. We'd spend no longer than like a couple hours making a video. Sure. Whereas now it, it takes literally like two days sometimes. Right. And it's grueling. You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. fun at all. No. Like, it's funny. I feel like people, like family and friends, they always think like, oh, you're going to make oh, a, that's super cool. Going to LA to make a music <laughs> right. video. This sounds like so much fun. I was like, no, this shit fucking sucks. Yep. Doing the same song. By the end of the, the day, you hate the song. And yep. now it's ruined forever. Right. And Perfect. I have to play this, you know, like <laughs> for a whole year, almost every day. Like, yeah, it's not fun at all. Right. Yeah. And actually, on that same note, with everything you've been doing with all these long tours. Yeah. Is it really difficult to continue playing those same songs? Like, have you have you worn them out by now? Yeah, dude. Like, honestly, I'm I'm pretty worn out by them, like after like the first or second tour you know what i mean like um but you kind of just have to it's one of those things you kind of have to force yourself to like you know get back into that emotion like you know get into it again because if not like it'll just keep getting more and more bland and you'll just want to quit you know you kind of have to force yourself to like fall in love with those songs over and over again and like just feed off the energy from the crowd and stuff for me it's less about the song and more about like how they're receiving it you know sure because i'm not like on stage thinking about the things i'm saying i'm more so (laughs) like just hoping it's connecting you know what i mean so yeah that's that's the benefit that we get from it is just like it doesn't matter if I've played that song a thousand times. Like as long as it's still, you can tell people are being affected by it. That's what makes it worth it, you know? Right. Yeah. So I guess, and we'll continue on with that as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I think I would say for plot, mm-hmm. you have a very diverse uh, listener base. Mm-hmm. Let's say so. You have people that love, you know, the first couple releases. You have people that jumped on when Happiness came out. Mm-hmm. And then you have some people that jumped off when Dispose came, yeah. you know. And then you have people that jumped on. Yeah. So, obviously, nostalgia is a big deal right, right now. And who knows how long that will last. But yeah, definitely. would you ever do a 10-year or some... Like and, Firstborn or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. We actually talked about that pretty yeah. recently. Um, I think the general consensus was, like, we don't want to do it. <laughs> but... Um, I guess as a service to the fans, we would, we all agreed we would consider it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, having said that, like, would you really want to watch a band get on stage knowing they don't really want to be playing these songs? Because I can't lie. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to play half those songs ever again. Right. Well, uh, yeah, most, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I remember you making fun of some of those songs before. And it makes sense. I mean, you've, you've matured, you've changed. I mean, not only with lyrical content, but also style. Right. has changed so much mm-hmm. but i think that's a 
you kind of get into that debate then with bands like Bring Me the Horizon, right? Right, where they have completely changed their sound now with yeah. their new album. Do they even want to be playing? I'm sure anything? they don't. I mean, yeah. I can't speak for them. I well, should, sure, and I shouldn't not. try, but yeah, I mean, most dudes that I've toured with, you know, that do do the te- that have done or are planning to do the ten year stuff, they all they're all like bummed about it. Right, they're just like gonna go make some money, you know. Yes. <laughs> like, and I get that. I do. Like, I to- I totally do, but. I don't know. Like, would you want to go to a show? Like, I'm actually asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, would you sure. want to go to a show with a band? You know, doing their 10 year anniversary on a record, knowing that they're actually not stoked and it's literally just a performance, oh, or no, would you was, not care? Oh no, it's awful. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I might make jokes about a band when yeah. they have something where, like, for me, I I don't like the new Bring Me the Horizon. We did oh, like really? a whole hour and a half show mm. where we just pick things apart. Yeah, that's just it's for me. It's not my style of music yeah that's, that's just fair. what yeah, yeah this is what it is yeah. now i respect what they're doing because i know they're talented as fuck yeah and if this if this is what they want to do then that's fine yeah but i think it kind of goes to how so many people are clamoring and have been for years mm-hmm. for an mcr reunion yeah to me everything that i've seen them do shows me they don't want to ever do yeah. that so if they do come back it almost feels like they've given in to the pressure of yeah. fans and that they don't want to be there. I don't want to be there yeah. if, if they don't want to be Same. there. Same. And that's, yeah, that's how I, I view it too. Yeah. I think, remember the, uh, what's that dude, the guitar player for Limp Biscuit? Oh, Wes Borland? He like, he'll openly talk shit about Limp Biscuit, but oh, yeah. he still does it. So it's like, dude, I know you're only on stage yeah, to, right. for a paycheck. Like, <laughs> if I was a fan, I, cu- I couldn't go to a show and support that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's, that's, I don't know, that's shitty to me. No, I could Which is why we probably won't do it. I see. You know? And yeah. I had asked just in case, <laughs> yeah. but I, I totally get that. I think I have been to many 10 year anniversary shows. Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's a new thing now. Yeah. So I actually went to the one with Falling in Reverse where oh, okay. Ronnie was doing. Dying is your latest fashion because uh-huh. to me that's, that's still an escape the fate song right that's a, their whole album it, oh, escape, okay. it's that first full length escape, escape the, the fate okay. yeah. yeah so I guess he still had the rights to it yeah. or something so he's like let's do a full interesting I didn't know they did oh that. yeah I think it was I want to say five four or five years ago weird somewhere around there that album's yeah. that old oh yeah the album's ten years old Jesus. no even more because yeah, I think it came be in more than that. 2004 probably Damn. right yeah it's crazy it's crazy to think about that right <laughs> wow so. That's one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how my styles change, whatever, yeah, I record. love. Yeah. yeah, love that album. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go see this because I'm assuming he's gonna put some work into it. Mm-hmm. When I saw him do that, it looked like he was having the worst time of his yeah. life. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Yeah. I was hoping he liked it, but yeah, it just it doesn't happen. It's sometimes. hard. It's not. It's yeah. not something you can force someone into. You know right. what I mean? And I do get how that's a dilemma. You know that a lot of musicians face, like. Do I do it for the money and f- not only for the money, but it'll make fans happy. Sure. But at the same time, you're getting on stage and performing art that you don't want to be performing. So you're kind of selling them short and yourself short a little bit. You know Very what true. I mean? Because it's supposed to be a good experience. You know, that yeah, that live like artistic experience that's right. supposed to be something you enjoy. But I don't know. I get both sides of it. I wouldn't condemn anyone that did it that no, didn't actually no. want to do it. But at the same time, I'm like. You sold out a little bit. A little, just, just admit tiny, it. I don't care, tiny. but just admit it. Yeah. <laughs> you get to bring it back on vinyl. Yeah, you get exactly. to do all the merch again. Maybe, yeah. maybe if I listened to Firstborn like five times in a row and I mm-hmm. didn't completely hate it, then I'd be like, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> so then let's talk about a little bit the brand new tour that you're mm-hmm. going to be going on in like a month and a half. Yeah. So you got like Moss the Flames, mm-hmm. Limbs, and Dayseeker, which yeah. is 
a crazy good lineup. Yeah. Really, stoked. really good. Yeah. Now, I know you've toured with, like, Monster of Flames before. Like a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so many times. Yeah. And then Dayseeker, I actually saw you guys together here. With uh, the Color Morale? Or... No, it was with Ice Nine Kills. Oh right, yeah, yeah, we did, yeah, we did both of those with them. And then yeah. Limbs is a little newer, so I, yeah. I don't think you guys have toured with them. No, before, and to be you? honest, I haven't. Really, I think I've heard a couple songs by them. They sound sick. They have a. I've, I've their only last heard album. good things. So, oh yeah, Father's yeah. Son. Their last album yeah. was on my best of 2018. It's awesome. so that's good, so yeah. damn good. Yeah. So how did that come together? And then have you set up a set list for that since you're going to be headlining? We've just started talking about the set mm-hmm. list. Um, nothing set in stone yet, but okay. um. Yeah, it's going to be a, a good mix of old and new, for sure. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, the bands, Dayseeker, you know, we've become really good friends with them oh, just good. through those two tours that we did with them. And uh, so they were kind of like a no-brainer for, like, a two of four. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Moss, you know, like, we've toured with them a thousand times. And sure. they're all, well, Aaron, their bass player, is, like, one of my best friends oh, in the good. world. And, like, it just made, their, their new record makes a lot of sense with our new record. We're kind of, like, both kind of going down the same road as sure. far as, you know. The direction and then limbs was just brought up by uh i think a manager or a booking oh, agent okay. or something is like you know a band that would fit really well and we all checked them out we're like yeah this sounds you know that yeah. fits so yeah it was pretty it was actually a pretty quick decision oh, you know good. like okay. once everyone kind of weighed out different options it was like yeah that makes the most sense so okay which is sick because usually it does not go yeah it doesn't smooth. go that well <laughs> yeah so yeah so that tour is gonna be is that a month and a half somewhere mm-hmm. around there i think it's like a month and like a few days okay yeah all right so that's not too bad i'll, not too I'll bad. live yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that after that will you be kind of taking a break around that yeah time? finally thank okay. god um <laughs> i think we have like two festivals or something in the summer okay but um i want to put out a solo record in the summer cool um which i'm gonna start after this tour i'm gonna at least try and i'm hoping to get it out by the summer right. but late summer at the most but yeah i just plan on writing and just keeping busy on the you know the the recording aspect of things and right. stuff and i would you know i'd like to work on some plot stuff too but okay we'll see what happens i have so much i have to well, catch that's, up yeah, on there's so much family friends and right. you know house hunting and all this shit so right yeah just, <laughs> i'm excited to have some time off true yeah and it has been i think dynamite came out in 2016 yeah yeah, yeah. so it's been a little while for that but mm-hmm. you put out three standalone singles yeah yeah the last one was holy night which yeah. i'm guessing you're playing tonight yeah i'm gonna guess yeah, yeah. on that one that's my favorite one to play live well yeah. I, I do have a question about that. That might be, and maybe I misread it, but that seems to be some of your most positive lyrics that I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Am, am I wrong on that one? Am I misinterpreting kind it? Kind of, maybe. Okay, all right. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like what you would think would be positive about it. I mean, it's it's definitely like um, coming to the realization that like, I don't know, I, I know there's something good in me, you know. Like, yeah, as the I think that's... That, yeah. And it's not just the chorus. I think there were other parts that I picked out of it. Yeah. But maybe I was looking at it from a different angle. Right. Because I am so used to listening to your music and being like, hey, that's how I feel. But also, that's a terrible way to feel yeah. as well. For so sure. this one was like, hey, maybe that's a little bit more on that positive yeah. side. Yeah. Well, I guess in comparison to uh, <laughs> other things I've written, yeah, yeah. Maybe that is more leaning on the happier side, which isn't saying much. <laughs> right. But right. yeah. Right. No, yeah, that one is uh, – I was – you know, it's a lot of self-loathing, as most of a lot of my music is. For sure. But yeah, that yeah. one in, um, I I wrote that like in between tours and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was just super like emotionally drained, physically like just had to spill out a bunch of thoughts, and that's kind of yeah. like what came from that. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So 
I'm going to wrap up things here in a second because I know you've got to get back to the yeah, venue no and I've got to get to the venue. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did want to ask because I do so many other podcasts, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, is there anything that you do outside of music? It doesn't seem like you have a lot. Uh, doesn't seem like you have a whole lot of time to do that, mm-hmm. but are you a book guy, comic books, you know, TV shows, movies, right. anything like that? Kind of a little bit of everything you just said, All actually. Right. Yeah. There I, you go. uh, I cook a lot when I'm home. Me and my okay. wife are super into cooking. Um, like, I eat so shitty on tour and I drink oh, a sure. lot on tour. So For when sure. I'm home, I try to like detox everything, right. and, you know? So yeah, cooking is a huge one. We go to the movies probably like once or twice a week when I'm home, oh, which wow. we discussed earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. try to keep up to date on everything. Um, cause when I'm on tour, I never really get to go to the movies and no. I love movies. So okay. try right. to catch up on all that. And then, yeah, we, we watch, we've been super into, uh, master chef. Ah, it sure. is the yeah. shittiest show in the it world. I hate dumb, it. It's garbage. I every episode, it every same. Yeah. Every episode is exactly the same. Yep. You just lose one person, but for whatever reason, we can't stop watching it. That's funny. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so, movie wise, is there anything that you're looking forward to coming out soon? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the new Avengers. I'm yeah. stoked for. Yeah. Are you a big fan? Yeah, Marvel I mean, fan? if you look around my apartment, I I mean, obviously, yeah, I've noticed a couple things, but I, don't, I wasn't yeah. sure if the movies. Were oh like, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing I hate DC movies, same. and I love yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, every I mean, Marvel has had some. Did you missteps. see Aquaman? No, yeah, no. I'm glad you didn't torture yourself. No. For that. Some people, yeah. some people asked me to do it so that they could come on the show and trash it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I'm assuming. Did you see it? Sadly, so oh. basically, it's to me, it's like if you remember Disney Channel movies back in the day. Oh sure, yeah, like, like Brink and stuff. Yeah, like that. it's oh, like love that. if Disney Channel now got yeah. a major budget for a movie and made it a superhero movie that's uh, what it would be okay it's garbage yeah needless to say yes it's for trash sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay um All other right. movies though i'm stoked about coming out yeah. i'm trying to think um god well i was stoked for the house that jack built did you see that by any chance i didn't see it no um but that already came out but they're uh, apparently they're, they're doing like a uh an unrated version of that oh, like okay in uh, select theaters mm-hmm. and there might be one coming close to me so if oh, that comes out, I'll be so stoked. Okay. Yeah, movie's awesome. Are you a big fan of horror movies at all? Oh, huge fan. Yeah. So, did you see the brand new trailer for Pet Cemetery? No. So, I saw it. Uh, the only or reason trash. It's, it's on my fucking brain right now because yeah. I watched it today. Yeah. So, are you familiar with the original movie and the book? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I read the book a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie can be campy, but it was still pretty brutal. Yeah. Like, I mean, the kid dies. I mean, they do a good job with all that. Yeah. So, in this movie, not only are they not mentioning it as an Indian burial ground, mm-hmm. which is extremely PC. I get it. Yeah. But it seems very strange that that's, like, the thing that they have to go after. Mm-hmm. But now, also, it's not the son who dies. It's the daughter. Interesting. <laughs> it, it's just, like... They threw away all their source material yeah. and just made it that you can bury someone in the ground and they come back, but that's it. Yeah. It seems weird. strange. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. is weird. Did you see uh, Hereditary last year? I did. Yeah. I did. Do that you is, like it? I so oh, I go back, I know. I are go back gonna, and forth. Are we about to argue? <laughs> yeah, we're about to be not best friends anymore. Um, <laughs> the tough part I had, I love the way it was filmed mm. because it was so ugly. Yeah. There was no beauty in that movie. Yeah, no, no. It was just like everything about it was ugly. The only thing I had trouble with was that at the end when I was like, oh, no, I got this. Like, I understand it. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, no, no. But really, did you get it? Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like, I completely <laughs> understand what happened. Yeah. It was just 
there was there was a lack of an oomph somewhere in that movie, okay. if that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But now, was that your, like, number one oh, movie? Oh, dude, that's... It might be my favorite horror movie of all time now. Really? Yeah, which is crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, because right. before that, it was the original Exorcist. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. But that movie, yeah, for me, that did, that, like, hit all the notes that I okay. wanted it to hit. Interesting. It was awesome. And I thought the ending was... I, I loved the ending at first, but it wasn't, like, my favorite. Yeah. And I loved the rest. But then the next time I saw it, I loved you it more. Like, oh, now, okay. I've seen it probably, like, ten times. Oh, I got gotcha. And every time I watch it still, I find something new I I love yeah. about it. Yeah. I wasn't wanting a twist or anything like that. Yeah. It just seemed underwhelming right. when it happened. Gotcha. But everyone did a great job in it, yeah. too. Like, they're all really good actors and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that was good. But, yeah, I think for me, favorite horror movie, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird, but it was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. Which is? Scream. Scream. Scream is still my all-time favorite horror movie. Yeah, back in the day, that definitely freaked me out, for sure. Yeah. That's a solid one. The yeah. whole two-killer thing. Shame, and yeah, then the ashamed whole... of that. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, believe me, I'm ashamed of many things in my life. That is not the one that I'm ashamed of. <laughs> All right. So I think, I'm looking at the time. I think this is a perfect time to cool. stop. So... Landon, thank you so much oh, for, for taking this me. time. I appreciate it. Yep. I mean, we've been talking for a while. I'm glad yep. this was a chance to you know, actually do this. Yeah. And I got to say as well, not only I think I love everything that you do, but I also need to give you congrats for Dispose. Thanks, that man. was my it. top – like I don't do a top 10, mm. but that was up there. Thank you. Yeah, top it. 2018. That's stuff, awesome. So, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. So thank you Same. once again, man. Uh, thank you. And welcome back. I really enjoy getting to do talks like that. I hope you enjoyed the switch up there from, you know, the normal Skype, Google Hangout, phone, you know, all that good stuff. It's just nice to do it in person sometimes. Big thanks to Landon for taking the time, especially out on tour, to do this in-person conversation. Make sure to support Landon and The Plot in You and everything else he does by following the links in the description of the episode. Also, if you liked what you heard, you can support me, Ian Hates, by following the other links in the description. Once again, big thanks to Landon. That was years in the making. So until next time, I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.